for the master healer this morning. And we thank God for the God who is our all and all. Our everything is such a blessing to be able to be in the house on this heritage day. And I want to say good morning and God bless you. Amen. And to my pastors and our leaders and to all who are here this morning, I stand before you again thanking God for another opportunity to share his word. And I want to acknowledge my children this morning. I know they don't like me to ask them to stand up. But see, a lot of folk don't know my children. And I want you all to know them. So when you see them, you'll know they belong to Dr. Williams. God first. But... Pastor Williams second and God and Pastor Williams love them both. Amen. Both love them. God stand Amen. just for a second. Amen. Amen. As I greet you on this Lord's day and I just want to say blessings and best wishes to the Good Good Hope family as we celebrate and remember and honor and reminisce and give thanks to God uh, for those who have gone on before us and for the soldiers who are still among us as we celebrate our Heritage Day and somebody told me we are going to be celebrating our seasoned saints too but I look around and I don't see them they're seasoned in the word. I don't know what you use for seasoned, but we are saints. And we are seasoned too. But we don't have the canes and we don't have the broken. And that's awesome. And we thank God again for all of the great deposits that are seasoned saints and our leaders have made in our lives and into the life of our church. Let us pray. God, I thank you, praise you, glorify you, honor you for this another opportunity to break the bread of life to thee your people and Holy Spirit I ask today that you would use me to your glory speak through me Lord say whatever you want to say Holy Spirit however you want to say it do Holy Spirit whatever you want to do preach Holy Spirit preach Teach, Holy Spirit, teach. 
We ask it all in the name of Jesus. I want to say to you all that for several years now, I have been also like Pastor, one who reads the message text as one of my versions when I'm studying scripture. And verses 18 through 22 in the version reads, and this is Jeremiah talking. He says, I drown in grief. I'm heart sick. Oh, listen. Please listen. It's the cry of my dear people reverberating through our country. Is God no longer in Zion? Has the king gone away? Can you tell me why they don't flaunt? They why they can you tell me why they flaunt their plaything gods? They're silly, imported, no gods before me. The crops are in, the summer is over, but for us nothing is changed. We're still waiting to be rescued. For my dear broken people, I am heartbroken. I weep, seized by grief. Are there no healing ointments in Gilead? Isn't there a doctor in the house? So why can't something be done to heal and save my dear people? Our topic this morning is there a doctor in the house. A few years ago, when I was living in Sumter, South Carolina, I read an article on the first page of the newspaper one afternoon that got my full attention. And beneath the headline was a photo of six men of various age groups who were either sitting behind their respective instruments or they were standing with their instruments in hand. The caption under the photo listed each of their names. And these men were physicians in the town where I lived. They had formed a rock band and were performing at various venues around town. And each of these men were physicians. I don't recall their names, their specific areas of practice, nor did I give much attention to where in town their offices were located or the venues they played. 
but I was most inspired by the title of the article that introduced them. The title of the article was, Is There a Doctor in the House? You know, we have a doctor, and then there are doctors. And I'm pretty sure the article was an attention grabber for all who read the paper that day because it was an, uh, 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 a, an attention grabber for me. As I'm always observing my surroundings because there are so many issues and events and circumstances and situations which occur that says to me, now that'll preach. And that's what it was that day when I read that article. I said, that'll preach. Got up off the sofa, ran to my computer because I knew exactly where the scripture was and I knew all about it. And I knew the questions that Jeremiah was going to ask. And I could have answered Jeremiah all those years ago and told him, yes, there's a doctor in the house. And we find in our text here that Jeremiah is weeping over the continuance decline of the spiritual condition of his people. Jeremiah was responding uh, with great pain and distress and anxiety as he watched with great pain of the world dying in sin. He confronted everybody he could. False prophets, kings, those at the temples and those at the temple's gates. And the lack of response made Jeremiah wonder if he was doing any good at all, even just by asking uh, the question. He often felt discouraged, and sometimes he was just plain old angry about the situation. Both Judah and Jerusalem had become wicked cities. They had become known for their immorality and idolatry and desire for wealth and worldly possessions. Sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? Uh, The city was sick and about to die. Unfortunately, here we are even today watching the same world and watching and thinking that this same world is still dying in sin and still rejecting God. And the people of Judah and Jerusalem had strayed away from God and then they complained that God had deserted them. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Uh, And the awful condition 
of the people caused them to need a cure for what ailed them. The burning pain they were experiencing needed a soothing ointment. Their wounds were deep and their infections were so serious that Jeremiah wondered if there could possibly be any divine medicine to heal the wounds, to fight the infection, and to heal the sorrow. Jeremiah wanted to know if there were medicine for a sick and a dying world. But truth be told, the disease of sin is not limited to the time of Jeremiah. Sin is a condition that plagues the entire human race and is running rampant even uh, today. And we see the effects of sin in many forms. Wars, famine, disease, crime, violence, hatred, immorality, broken homes, broken marriages, children left to raise themselves, just to name a few things. We are surrounded by unceasing physical, mental, and economic sufferings, pains and aches and hurts. But we must recognize that God never moves away from us. And if we are far from God, guess what? We're the ones who moved. And as we take inventory of what is going on around us, we see unceasing physical, mental, and economic suffering the aches and the pains of the people around us. And so I say to us this morning, y'all, we need an ointment like that for which Gilead was known. Gilead was known for producing and trading a salve that was used to treat wounds and diseases. The balm was produced in such great abundance that many physicians set up practice in Gilead. And that's why Jeremiah wanted to know how can a people live in a land that produces a balm that heals wounds and diseases just be so sick. Jeremiah wanted to know if there were any effective means for healing the distresses of Judah and Jerusalem. And he was asking 
if there were doctors available whose skillful minds and hands yes. could apply medication yes. to their situation. In order to understand the imagery in this passage of scripture, we must first understand that God views sin as a deadly disease. And the disease of sin was destroying the spiritual life of the people. They were spiritually ill. Their souls were sick. And like Jeremiah, we see the effects of sin. I said it once and I'm saying it again. We see it all around us. And we're wondering if there is a cure for our condition today. And just as there was a cure for Jeremiah's spiritual or Judah's spiritual condition, there was a there is a cure for our spiritual condition today. Is there a doctor in the house? Yes, there's a doctor in the house. And his name is Jesus. He is the healing balm for our sinful condition. You see, his healing message is himself. Just his presence is the healing that we need. You see, Jesus did not come merely to preach the gospel. He himself is the gospel. He did not come merely to shed light. He said, I am the light. He did not come to show the door. He said, I am the door. He did not come only to name a shepherd. He said, I am the shepherd. He did not come merely to point the way. He said, I am the way. And not only that, I am the truth and the life. Yes. There is a doctor in the house. He did not come to preach the gospel just to do it. Jesus was working. Jesus' work was that of applying the healing balm of God. As followers of Christ, we are all ministers and physicians to a sick world. When we find the broken, the wounded, the hurting, it is our responsibility to apply the healing balm of God's grace. 
well, preacher, if the doctor is here and he has all the medicine we need, why is there so much unrest around us? Why is there so much discontent, hatred, heartache, pain in the world? I want to tell you. A sin-sick soul is not a medical condition. It's a spiritual condition. And there is no balm that can cure the disease of sin. There is no physician that can restore the health of a dying nation And there is no healing, physical or spiritual, for people who are intent on rebelling against God. Is there a doctor in the house? That is, though, when we stop and we think about it, talking about people who are intent on rebelling against God. Unless we follow the prescription as written in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people who are called by my name will turn from their wicked ways, humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there a doctor in Gordonville, Polk County, the state of Florida, in Good Hope, the world? The answer is yes, there is a doctor in the house. Is there no physician there? The answer is yes, yes, there is a doctor in the house right here and right now. His name is Jesus. His name is world renowned. He is known as the great physician. And yes, the doctor is in. The great physician reminds us in Luke 5 and 31, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. He said, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And the physician prescribes that we live by the word. Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 says in the message, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you sluggish? Can't seem to get up and go. You get up and go, done got up 
and went. The doctor says, come to me, all you who are weary and carrying heavy burdens. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The doctor says in John 14, in John 4, 13 through 14, everyone who drink the water I prescribe will never thirst again. The water I give will become a spring that gives eternal life. In Revelation, the great physician says, come, anyone who wants to, come and drink the water of life, and you don't have to pay for it. Isn't that awesome today? Oh, that's awesome. The doctor's prescriptions require that we love the Lord with all our heart and with all our mind and with all our soul and our neighbor as ourselves. There is a doctor in the house. Yes, there is a bomb in Gilead to make the wounded whole. And there is a doctor. And yes, the doctor is in. The doctor is in the house right now at this very moment. There is a bomb in Gilead to make the wounded whole. There is a bomb in Gilead to heal the sick, sick soul. He'll heal your body today. You want to know how I know? He healed my. Ah, let me tell you. I didn't know if I could walk up those steps. Y'all see me walking now? Y'all see the brothers? They don't walk over now like they used to to try to hold my hand. I told Pastor Stevens one Sunday, I said, I got it. He said, ah, Look at you. That's what I'm talking about. You see, a great physician can bring you out of a 30-day coma. Heal you. Let you walk. Let you talk. Let you sing. Let you dance. That's the master here. That's the ball in Gilead. There is, there is a bomb in Gilead. The hymn writer says, Sometimes I feel discouraged and think my work's in vain. 
But when the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit revives my soul again. That's my testimony, y'all. There is a bomb in Gilead. And yes, there is a doctor in the house. Don't ever be discouraged. For Jesus is your friend. And if you lack knowledge, he'll never refuse to land. You ain't got no knowledge, you think? The doctor does. And he's in the house. There is a bomb in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. The writer also said, if you cannot preach like Peter, if you cannot pray like Paul, you can just tell the love of Jesus and say he died for all. Y'all, y'all don't have to preach a sermon. Just tell the truth. The doctor is in. Yes, there's a doctor in the house. And the thing I like about the doctor is he has no specific office hours. You don't even have to make an appointment. He heals people of all ages. Young, old, not so old. I'm in that category. Ah, And you can call on him. Anytime, day, night, and anywhere. Did you also know that the physician, the doctor who's in the house, is a master surgeon? He can fix whatever ails you. You want to get your heart right? Yes, sir. And keep your mind stayed on him. The great physician is a heart fixer and a mind regulator. Yes, there is a doctor in the house. And yes, he makes house calls. Some people ask, where in the world is good hope? And where is Gordonville? I love it. The doctor knows. He knows exactly where we are. And he knows exactly what we need. It's all right. And you know what? I want to say to you, he's also a pediatrician. He's at home with you and your children. He helps our children to study, take exams, make good grades, whatever you need. Look to the great physician, and he will provide. Is your body racked with pain right now? There is no sickness that he can't heal. When I came out of the hospital for a long time, my family 
had to help me get dressed. I could, they had to help me get in and out of the car. You see what? They sent me on to church. And Ma, we'll see you when we get back. You see, God used Yolanda Adams a few years ago to tell us there is no pain Jesus can't feel. No hurt that he cannot heal. For all things work according to his perfect will. No matter what you're going through, there's no sadness Jesus can't feel. And there is no sorrow that he cannot heal. For all things, all things, all, to the exclusion of none, all things work together according to the master's holy will. Yes, there's a doctor in the house. 